Good evening. It is evening on December the 8th. I'm a little late today recording my daily podcast. It's been a busy day. Which is why the topic that I had selected in advance is actually pretty fitting. Because the topic is boundaries. And I call them beautiful boundaries. Because I think boundaries can be beautiful. I think they tend to have a little kind of a negative connotation to them or we associate perhaps something negative when we think about boundaries. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. So today I want you to challenge you to think about boundaries from different perspectives. So let's look at it and let's look at it why it's important and what you can do to create beautiful boundaries. So let's look at what, why do we talk about boundaries so much? The most common context, I think, that we, that boundaries comes up for me is, is from the perspective of excluding something or someone. Uh, often it's about, often the question that I, that I, that I, get from a coaching client is how can I draw boundaries between myself and, for example, my supervisor? Um, Perhaps my supervisor is expecting me to answer emails at 10 p.m. at night. Or, Or they send me an email late at night and expect me to have completed the task by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. When I come to school, when I come to work, not school. (laughs) Uh, Or perhaps it's even physical boundaries. Perhaps people just walk into your room or your office and interrupt your work without respecting your boundaries. Both your physical boundaries, but also timely, time boundaries. Those are also questions that often come up. How can I at work, assert myself and assert my boundaries, how how I work, with whom I work, and when I work. And sometimes we feel that we don't have the agency to do so, and it, of course, depends on the culture in the office, very much also depends on the leadership culture. Uh, And as a leader, also when I coach leaders, and especially when I coach middle managers, and within the UN system, it's often the P5 position, which I've coached a lot. The, those in that middle management position where you're leading an office often or a team, but just at the same time, you really have responsibility for a lot of management and for a lot of output, you know, to actually produce things, to getting things done. And at the same time, as you're leading your team and the office and yourself, you also have to manage upwards. You have to execute the vision of the leadership, of the executive leadership or the, or, or the senior leadership team above you. And often the boundaries become very porous. They're almost like a Swiss cheese. There's just holes and more and more holes and they crumble. And when that happens, the middle manager often starts well, disintegrating, but what they really do is 
they have so much work that they get really, really stressed out and overextended. That's what I was looking for. So that's why the question on boundaries comes up so often about how can I, how can the person assert myself and my needs and my space and my time and my private time towards my supervisor, towards the senior leadership team? And equally, how can I draw boundaries towards my team? When can they ask me questions and what questions should they come and ask me? And how can I empower them to take leadership themselves and empower them to make decisions themselves? which is also about setting boundaries. And that's why I call the boundaries beautiful because constructive, relevant boundaries that also have windows and doors in them, but windows and doors that we can close and open when we want to or when the situation really asks it, asks for it. Those are the beautiful boundaries and that's when it works. So how do you do it? Quick, a, a few ideas. When someone takes up a new job and that's when they are coaching them, that's where we often talk about how do you set your boundaries early on in the relationship with your own uh, supervisor. So if it's the senior leadership team, for example, how do you have that conversation? Because you need to have that conversation early on and manage expectations. And it's really about managing expectation, creating trust and, uh, and open communication. And the, the mistake a lot of people often make is when they take up a new job, be almost regardless of what level, but it's especially important as a leader, a senior leader, and also as a middle manager is, the, is, what, is to not do the, make the mistake of being so eager to please and impress or so grateful for the new position that you disregard your, your boundaries. You do anything. You're volunteering for every job, you're ever, for every project. You're inserting yourself everywhere because you want to show what you want to show that your, your expertise, you want to show that you're a team player, you, you want to you make a mark early on. And the reason that can backfire is because you might end up one a couple of months into your new position you're so overextended into different places with different people in different projects that you're burning out early. It's like you're flying too close to the sun, like someone did in the. <clears throat> so it's important to early on to 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 do make strategic decisions on where you involve yourself and clearly also talk about expectations and this is especially for those of you who have who have a family who have children who have small children especially who need you, you have and or other family mem members that you're caring for is to bring up that conversation about, about what your needs are what, what your needs are in your private life because that's also something that I see is, and especially again, when we see someone who is in a middle managerial position, and I've coached a lot of women in that position, is that uh, women who are in the mid, they're in the middle of their career, they're in their 30s, late 30s, uh, they're in middle management, they're identified as leadership potential. And, but they're all, all, but at the same time, they now have children that are five, 10, 10 years old. They perhaps... And they're so busy and there's no boundaries anywhere. They're just working, working. And it's hard for them to find time for their family. 
So it's uh, un- unfortunately we can't trust that our own supervisor is going to to have the conversation with us and allow us the space we need. There are those also, but not so many. We need to initiate that conversation and not be afraid of asking for what we need. And sometimes what we do in my coaching sessions, we actually walk through that process. What are you afraid of? What is it that's holding you back from standing up for what you need? Uh, and what of which of your fears are, are realistic, which are not, and how can you overcome them? And how can you address things in a constructive way so you build a good relationship? So that's one way. Uh, <clears throat> uh, then when we just another perspective on beautiful boundaries that I've also thought about is um, that bound when you think about boundaries. What I see is I actually see a the image that I get is um, perhaps it's a fence out in a beautiful meadow. And the fence is, you know, the is the thing that marks the boundary between between something or someone. And in this case, the fence has two um, has two purposes. One is to keep Perhaps the sheep, if we say the sheep, one is to keep the sheep on one side of the fence, on the inside in this case, safe from perhaps predators or danger out on the other side of the fence. So the role of the boundary to keep the one on the inside safe. That's, I think, how we often think about it. And that's a good way for you to think about when you set your boundaries is what is it that you need to protect yourself from and what aspects of yourself are you protecting? Is it your health? Is it your time so you can focus on your work? Is it your family, uh, your time to do something that's really important for you? What is it? Similarly, when you... When you think about that boundary excludes someone or it keeps someone outside, which can be a positive, especially if it's a threat. But we also need to remember that sometimes we create boundaries that exclude people that we really should be including. So that's another thing to think about. When are we building unnecessary boundaries, not beautiful ones? And finally, one more aspect of boundaries that I wanted to share with you. Uh, or a perspective is that, yes, that while boundaries keep the one on the inside safe or protected or in control in a way, it can also mean that we set boundaries to protect others from us. Remember that. And think about that, for example, if you think about how you behave at work, also in your private life, among your friends and family. Do you spill everything to everyone? Meaning, do you overshare perhaps? I am all for being authentic and vulnerable and transparent, but there's also a boundary from what is is appropriate and what's good for us to share and what's not. And sometimes I've seen or I've heard from my clients of exactly when they feel that someone shares too much with them and it makes the other person uncomfortable. And especially if there is different power, uh, uh, 
there's a power structure. So you so there you're in different roles in the organization. That's another thing when sharing perhaps uh, information that shouldn't be shared is actually a breach of boundaries. And then you you are actually not you need to protect the other person from what you're sharing. You see what I'm saying? So remember to flip kind of the coin and look at boundaries from a different perspective and see how, when, when and how to create a boundary and what, <clears throat> and ask yourself in different situations, what will your beautiful boundary look like and how strong or impenetrable does it need to be? Can you have windows and doors in it? And when do you open those and to whom? And also, what is the purpose? Is it to protect you from something, from someone else? Uh, um, breaking into your space when they're not allowed to or should not, when it's not good for you? Or is it you actually walking into someone else's space when you really should respect the distance that they want to keep to you. So it goes both ways. <clears throat> Excuse me. So th those are some of the thoughts I have today about boundaries. And finally, we have the right to have some boundaries between us and others. And, and, um, and we also need to respect others. But they should not be there because we want to exclude someone because they're different or because of a different power distance or because you don't want to have them access to, to influence and resources. Because that's when it's obviously a negative. It's not a beautiful boundary. That's a destructive one. So that's what I want to leave you with today. Think about what beautiful boundaries do you need to build? And when do you need to break them down or, or cut, cut them open, put in a door? Have a good night. I will be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. My name is Katerina Hombidio and I'm your leadership coach.